like to welcome everybody to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special 2020 reunion episode. Uh, that's where I bring on guests that I've had on in the past, and I like them so much, I brought them back again. So today I have uh, Joshua Barlow on the line, and he's Managing Director over at Valhalla Fiduciary. Josh, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Adam. Good to be back. I loved the conversation last year, and I'm happy that you are having me back. Great to be here. Awesome. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting into what uh, what your views are and, and, you know, hedge fund industry news in 2020, what you see have, happening, and also get some update on, updates on what's going on at Bahala Fiduciary. Um, but to start out with, uh, let's just give the audience a little bit of background. So um, let's, let's get into, um, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing at Bahala Fiduciary. Sure. So Bahala Fiduciary, the focus is that we're an independent director on investment fund boards. I spent my career focused in the hedge fund industry, launched this business a year and a half ago, where I'm still focused on being on hedge fund boards. I do a little bit of private equity as well. I have one private equity client. I do one mutual fund board client as well. And there'll always be a little bit of that as the industries kind of collide together. Um, but really the focus is being an independent director on private funds um, in the hedge fund industry. That's awesome, and I think that is a um, a great transition. Uh, let's get into the hedge, hedge fund industry. Um, tell us any, anything interesting that you foresee happening in 2020. Sure. Well, I'm. I'll preface it by saying I'm a glass half full kind of guy, right? And and maybe that's obvious as, as an entrepreneur. That's probably pretty. That might common. be why why I invited you back, right? Because I like the glass half full too. I'm just saying. Go ahead. <laughs> that's right, right? And I, I think that's part of being – if you launch your own business, it probably means you're confident. It probably means you're an optimist. And so for, for me, I'll, I'll start with that. You know, the hedge fund industry, as, as, as the media talks about it, it's usually glass half empty. And, and there's a lot of glass half empty out, out there. If, if I think about why that is, that some of those ideas um, – for and I was reading a, a few different studies, and all of them kind of point to these same ideas that there are more funds closing than are opening, and so for the fifth year in a row, more hedge funds have closed than have opened, and it's reduced literally. One study said it's reduced the number of funds by four thousand funds, taking it down to like nine thousand funds. Um, then it's the bigger are getting bigger, and and a lot of that's probably pretty common when you think about 80-20 rules or 99-1 type rules, that that 5 to 10% of the funds in the industry really receive 80 to 90% of the money. And so the big get bigger, but also what that means is it's how do you compete there? And so for the for the startup, for the emerging manager, I think it's harder to, to launch a fund than it's been since, for sure, since 2008. But you could oh, wow. argue, maybe, you could argue maybe ever, and ever you don't like absolute words because, like in 1920, were they launching heads? So it's not really right. So, but really, <laughs> since since the industry has existed, 
this is about as hard as it's been to launch. So that's kind of that's kind of your glass half empty. So so if I think of glass half full, hedge funds had a great um, 2019. Um, and, and you know there, there's been a bull market, so so most investment funds ha- had pretty pretty good markets. Um, peak assets again, hedge funds reached their peak assets this past year. In ten of the last eleven years, hedge fund assets have peaked at an all time high. Will that wow. happen again this year? I think so, and I I think that almost regardless of what happens um, in, in the markets, um, and so. So those are some of the the glass half full type approach, and then the other idea is, is look with a ten year bull market, and I think we all we all cheer for markets that go up generally. Uh, I do. I think most people do. We don't cheer for bear markets, but most likely the next ten won't be the same as the last ten. And a bear market's a better market for the hedge fund industry, to be honest. A volatile market mm-hmm. is a better market for the industry, and so yeah. some of those unknowns. Um, point to point to it becoming a, a good atmosphere as the industry's matured as you have the bigger getting bigger as you have it harder to enter the industry I think what that's created is it's created even better talent in the industry and so if you are starting a new fund in the past couple of years or you're starting one now what that means is you you probably get it you probably know, oh, this is going to be challenging. You probably know I need to have a long-term perspective. Um, I'm going to need a runway to do this. And so I think what that creates is the funds that are launching are even even better than the ones used to be. And 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 that's the same approach that I took in my business, right? I took the the long-term approach. I knew that this wasn't something I was trying to do very quick, and it's it's gone quicker than I thought. I've had more success than I thought, and that's a good thing, but I think that's the approach that you have to have if you're a new hedge fund manager, and I think I think they do. So that's kind of your glass half full, and so I'm excited. I, I've had a great 18 months, and I, I think a, a lot of people in the industry have, and so hopefully that'll that'll keep going. Yeah, so you bring up a couple of points that, um, so, you know, what you mentioned, um, I think a lot of, there's still a lot of money on the sidelines. So what you're talking mm-hmm. about, about it possibly being another record year, I mean, that's not just half full. Uh, that's kind of, it's pretty plausible. Would you agree? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see, right? Every, every day when you, you turn on CNBC, there, there's, mm-hmm. there's a new new peak, right? And, and almost regardless of asset class last year, um, they were up and up significantly so. Um, look, I, I'm not an economist. The portfolio side of business really isn't my focus. Really, it's it's governance and, and operations. Uh, so it's not right for me to comment on that. But but I would say, look, what are some of the hedge fund strategies, strategies that are seen to be in favor? A lot of them are some of these strategies that that are a little bit more idiosyncratic, almost investors preparing for Oh, maybe we should be hedged here a little bit. So some of your global macro, your multi-strategy mm-hmm. funds that aren't necessarily just market trend funds um, see, seem to be where a lot of investors are are looking and, and focused. Talk a little bit more about the talent, which you you brought up. Um, so talent for new funds. 
Um, and, you know, and this is just from my perspective, interviewing a lot of people that, in my opinion, would have once upon a time um, gone into finance. They would have graduated, you know, from these Ivy League schools doing other things and, you know, going the financial route would have been the, the quick mm-hmm. ticket to a good paycheck and, you know, put, you know, put up a good fund and there you go. Um, now they're going into other things like, you know, healthcare or, or even the technical side Tech, of, of yeah. hedge funds. Yeah, the technical side of, of fintech and or whatever we want to say there. Um, and applications They're like you know, I can create a, a you know software, or I can scale a company, or a, a SaaS product, and uh, and possibly make the same money I would have made historically. Um, so you, but in your mind, you said the talent for the actual funds, the people that do stick or that do go that route, there it's possible um, that they will um, be better thought out. And some of these funds may have, and again, nobody has the crystal ball on that, so may not have kind of the the same turnover or the. Um, um, the short duration of length, let's say, of, of time that the fund was open. So that that seems super interesting to me. Yeah, the uh, I, I agree with, with what you're saying. It's interesting. You never know the mindset of of mm-hmm. the the new college grad or even even people that don't need to go to college. But the look, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great world. The, the technology of the world and the contrarian. Um, views that are out there. I think there's lots of different ways to succeed now. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't have to go the traditional route. And I think a lot of the new generation sees things that way where they think, you know, maybe I don't need to do it in this pedigree way. Maybe I can mm-hmm. follow my heart and do whatever I want. I do some mentoring with with uh, college students at, at my alma mater. And it's interesting to hear kind of how their minds work and you can see that a little bit that that some of them don't necessarily think in this this just okay this is what i'm supposed to do way okay i'm gonna after i graduate i'm gonna go here for three years and i'm gonna go get my mba and then i'm gonna go to to this big firm and then i'm gonna right and so nothing like that now for a lot of people it's it's so it's not like the dream job graduating now is not goldman sachs and then go to an investment bank that's yeah. not the dream. That's not the. I mean, for for the same pedigree of students that that would have been the dream at one point. I'm going to work a hundred hours a week. I'm going to do this for X amount of years. I'll get then I'll you know use my contacts, move up, go here, and then I'll work for a smaller shop, and then I may have some quality of life. Now it seems so different to me. That uh, that's exactly exactly right. And so you you have these this approach that well, there's lots of different ways to accomplish what I want, and mm-hmm. and maybe. And maybe there's different things that I do want. Maybe they don't mm-hmm. necessarily just want that. But but so from the from the talent perspective, you you still do have people that will go into finance. There's still it's still a, an incredible industry, and and part of that's because it has great margins. Um, and so where does that talent go? Yes, some a lot of that talent is at the bigger firms because they keep growing, mm-hmm. and that's an easier path. And so if you're going to take the view of, you know what, I'm going to leave the big firm and I'm going to go launch my own fund. Mm. What That's kind of a courageous path. And that's all been the entrepreneurial <laughs> path. But what that means is, one, maybe you're just crazy. Maybe you just have that much confidence. <laughs> one of the two is possible. <laughs> or, or maybe you recognize that, okay, I'm going to have to be that much better. If I'm going to, if I'm going to leave the mothership and I'm going to, and I'm really going to go challenge, and I'm going to try to be that mothership one day and build something even better. And that's kind of where I where I look at that that talent is pretty good. 
And so though the, the talent that is starting funds, they get it better than in the past, where in the past you probably had a little bit more of the, hey, this will be a quick way to make it happen. This will be, you know, I can go charge 2 and 20. This will be a fast way to, to make a lot of money and have a great career. You know it's hard now. And so to make that decision, there's no guarantee whatsoever. And so what it means is they're probably pretty talented. They get how hard it's going to be. And they really do think, you know what, I have a better mousetrap. I have a better way of investing. I have an edge that I couldn't, being at Bridgewater or being at DE Shaw, I was too constrained or, or even at Millennium or what one of these big shops. I was too constrained, and now this is going to allow me to really achieve what I want to, to try to pull off. Man, I love your insight on that, and you have a, a unique per, uh, perception and vantage point to, to make those comments. I love it. Um, so, Josh, I, I could talk to you about this all day, but it uh, looks like our time is about up for today. So um, if somebody does want to learn more about uh, Valhalla, what's the best route for them to do that? Probably just to, to go to the website, com or the short version, com. I'm on LinkedIn. And uh, that's that's the best way to to find me. Fantastic. Well, hey Josh, uh, really appreciate you coming back on the show and giving us your updates and uh, of what you're of, of 2020, what's going on in hedge funds, and to the audience as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, um, share this with your friends, your family, your colleagues. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Josh, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate it. Thank you.